I watched till thrones were put in place and the Ancient of Days was seated. His garment was white as snow and the hair of his head was like pure wool. His throne was fairy flame, its wheels a burning fire. A fiery stream issued and came forth from before him. A thousand thousands ministered to him, ten thousand time, time ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated and the books were opened. I watched then because of the sound of the pompous words which the horn was speaking. I watched till the beast was slain and his body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As for the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives, lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I was watching in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He came to the Ancient of, the, of Days, and they brought him near before him. Then to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom the one which shall not be destroyed. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we recognize you as our King and Lord and Savior. Thank you for your promises. Thank you because through the Holy Spirit we can trust in you. And we can commit our lives into your hand because you are the living God. The King of kings and the Lord of lords. Whose dominion is everlasting and whose kingdom is eternal. Thank you because you are above everything and everyone. Open our heart through the power of your Holy Spirit to receive your word, to trust in you, and to rest our soul into your living and faithful presence. In Jesus' name I thank you. Amen. Amen. Daniel 7 is the heart of the book of Daniel because here the gospel of Jesus Christ according to Daniel is presented to us. The Son of Man, the Divine Messiah, receives eternal dominion over the nation from the ancient of day, the Father, and he defeats all the evil and reigns with his church forever and ever. And this message, brothers, is absolutely relevant to us today because if we watch the latest news in television, it seems to us that the world is ruled not by a righteous God, but from evil men, by evil men. So God asks you today, what do you think is the real king of this world? God or Satan? Which kingdoms ruled over this world? The kingdom of Christ or the kingdom of the Antichrist? The latest news tell about uh, wars and rumor of wars in Ukraine, uh, pandemics, economic crisis, high bills. And a scenario that could be defined as an apocalyptic scenario. 
And this brings to our hearts anxiety, fear, distress, instability, discouragement, and sadness. And even today, many Christians suffer of depression, as the Apostle Paul says, fighting without and fear within. And the same apocalyptic scenario that uh, oppresses us today is uh, the same apocalyptic scenario that troubled Daniel and his friends in Babylon. And uh, that is why Daniel 7 begins the apocalyptic session of the book of Daniel, because an apocalyptic scenario required an apocalyptic answer from God. So Daniel, today, answer to your heart with certainty. Don't doubt because the kingdom of God and his Messiah will prevail over the brutal uh, human kingdoms forever. As in Italy, also in UK, I discovered that uh, we celebrate the Remembrance Day to honor the end of World War I, and it's good. But years later, today, we can see that human race is really still enslaved by sin and oppressed by Satan. We are not really free, but uh, today here in this church as Christian and as God's son, we can celebrate the true deliverance, freedom in Christ, deliverance from sin, deliverance from death, and deliverance from Satan. The, the freedom that Christ our Savior has already inaugurated on the cross of Calvary and will surely bring to a consummation for, with his imminent return. Hallelujah. And today we will see, number one, the kingdom of Christ will certainly prevail over the human kingdoms. And number two, the kingdom of Christ is established through his suffering church. Number one, the kingdom of Christ will prevail over the human kingdoms. Uh, follow with me again from verse 10 to 12. A fiery stream issued and came forth before, from before him. A thousand thousand ministered to him, ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The curd was seated and the books were opened. I watched them because of the sound of the pompous words which the, the horn was speaking. I watched till the beast was slain and its body destroyed and given to the burning flame. As for the rest of the beasts, they had their dominion taken away, yet their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. And Daniel today, like a skilled director, changed his angle from a human point of view to a divine point of view. From an earthly perspective to a celestial perspective. Because the apocalyptic style, full of symbols, special effects and a folkloristic character, does not aim to transform us reader in many Sherlock Holmes that have the goal to uh, decipher God's coded message, not at all. But the apocalyptic style has the purpose instead to impacting all of our five senses, intellect, emotion, visual memory, so that we can immerse ourselves in the word of God to see with the eyes of God 
to listen with the ears of God and so then to live uh, the life with the heart of God. For this reason, we are not interested merely in the implementation of the details of the prophecy, but we are indeed interested in the theological message of Daniel 7. And it is uh, the following. All the bestial kingdoms of men are in open, open conflict with the kingdom of God. But uh, despite appearances, only God is sovereign and the world will soon be subjected to his lordship even visibly. And all knee will bow before him and all the tongues will declare that only Jesus Christ is the Lord to the glory of God the Father. And Daniel today shows us the spiritual reality that stands before the material reality. He teaches us about uh, the spiritual and invisible reality that stand before the visible world. Uh, and he do that uh, leading us uh, by hand into the throne room of God. And his, he uh, shows us that only God is really in charge. No matter how much the state may try to impose itself on the church of Christ breaking his jurisdiction because God alone is the head of the church. And no matter how powerful the realms of man may seem to us today because they will perish in their weakness because they will have to give an account to the unique judge of all flesh, the triune God. Therefore, trust in the Lord alone. Rest your heart in Christ alone, even in the midst of adversity and tribulation. Only God is sovereign, and the brutal beasts are subject, subjected to Him. God is in control, seated on His great throne, but the beasts live in chaos, and they squash, scream, and squirm because they know that their days are numbered. The kingdom of man is very limited, but the kingdom of God is unlimited because every tongue, tribe and nation through time and space will worship him forever. The kingdom of man is temporary, but the kingdom of God is eternal because God the Father is the eternal and he assigned his kingdom not to a mortal man, but to a divine kingdom, the son of man. His royal, eternal Son, Jesus Christ, our King. And how, how can we know that uh, the Son of Man is indeed Jesus Christ? Well, from uh, the very word of Jesus himself, Matthew 24, verse 30, Jesus said, Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and then all the tribes and the, of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Today we don't have time to prove uh, uh, that uh, Jesus is the Son of Man uh, through his divine identity. But today we can appreciate one of the Old Testament presentation of the Trinity. Because the Ancient of Day is God. But even the Son of Man is God, so the eternal kingdom is held by our glorious triune God. And it is important, brother, because today even among evangelical churches we have lost uh, our triune identity. 
we have lost our triune uh, character of our worship toward God. But we have to catch up our biblical inheritance and proclaim to the world our God, the biblical God, is the triune God. So today we have the privilege to worship God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Trust only in Him with all your heart. Because despite the appearance of this brutal world, the powerful God is in control and very, very soon He will defeat every evil. And if you are already in Christ today, if you are a Christian, you are the living proof that God will prevail over every re human rebellion. He already won your rebel heart indeed. And today you are a son of God, a daughter of God, adopted by his grace. So you are one of the living proof that God surely will prevail over all evil in the end. Through Christ, you are made son and daughter of God. Christ is the last Adam who are recreating the image of God in your life. And because God is sovereign above everything and everyone today, you are sure of your salvation in Christ Jesus until the end. So, my brother, don't be afraid of man, but fear God alone and trust in his word alone. And the scene in Daniel 7 today is a judgmental court. The ancient of day is the supreme judge. The books of judgment are opened and the verdict is established. The brutal kingdoms are found guilty and then worthy of condemnation before God. But also the Son of Man is judged, interestingly, but he is found instead upright, innocent, worthy to receive the kingdom. We all are born in sin. Our nature is corrupted. We all deserve the condemnation of the right and holy judge. But because we are represented by the Son of Man, the right King, the divine King, we can trust in Him and we can be made righteous in the sight of the Holy God, Judge and God. Only being represented by the Son of Man, Jesus Christ, you can be spared from the eternal condemnation and you can enjoy the love of God as your heavenly Father. Last Sunday we celebrate the Father's Day, isn't it? And today as Christians we have and we can celebrate God as our Father. He takes care of you. Therefore praise Jesus Christ as your Savior. He, his reign will prevail over the injustice of the human kingdom forever. And you will eternally enjoy his loving presence. And in second place, the kingdom of Christ is established through his suffering church. Verse 25 and 27. He shall speak pompous words against the most high shall persecute the saints of the Most High and shall intend to ch change times 
and lo, then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time, and times, and half a time. 27. Then the kingdom and dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people, the saints of the Most High. His kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. As Jesus Christ has received the dominion from the Father, we as Christians, as Church of Christ, receive dominion from Jesus. If you believe in Christ today by faith, then you are his ambassador on the land, on the, the earth. And you are destined to reign with him forever. Maybe when you were little, you dreamed of becoming a fearless and brave king or a long-haired queen like Rapunzel. But today the Lord renewing your life the promises that he has chosen you from eternity to be a king and a queen in his kingdom forever. And it is not a fairy tale, it is the truth of the gospel. In fact, from Genesis, God created man in the image of God. Man is the visible representative on earth of the invisible God. Man has to exercise his royal dominion as vice-king and has to administer creation on behalf of God. In Eden, whoever looked to Adam before the fall, they saw the very image of God. But after his rebellion, this image was ruined by sin. So Jesus Christ, the last Adam today, is at work through the Holy Spirit, recreating the image of God in your life and making you king and queen for the glory of God. So if you look now beside you at, lo at your brother and sister, what do you see? You can see by God's eyes a queen and a king of Jesus Christ. Revelation 2, 26 to 27 said that the one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end, to him I will give authority over the nations and he will rule them with a rod of iron and when earth and pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have received authority from my Father. Because Jesus Christ is King, you are made King. Because Jesus Christ is vict victorious over evil, Satan, and even death, you are made victorious in Christ. Because Christ has satisfied the divine covenant, he transferred over you to you by grace all the blessings he earned and he take on, on him the curses of your disobedience by nailing them to the cross. Christ is your, your powerful mediator and your holy high priest forever. But remember, brother, that you are united with Christ, both in his victory, but also in his humiliation. You are united with Christ Jesus, the suffering servant, both in his glory, but also in his suffering. Because as the king goes, so does the kingdom. 
The Bible teaches us that before the resurrection there is the cross and before the glory there is the persecution. Martin Luther, a great reformer, said that uh, one of the real mark of the true Christian is indeed uh, suffering. So now today you have to follow Christ's example. Deny yourself today, take up your cross and follow Jesus Christ knowing that the servant is no greater than the Lord. If they persecuted Christ, they will persecute you too. But take heart because the temporary tribulation of the present time cannot be compared to the greatness of the eternal glory that Christ Jesus has prepared for you. Contrary to the prosperity gospel that many evangelical churches proclaim today, Daniel 7 shows us that Christ, the Son of Man, establishes His kingdom mainly through His suffering church. So, brother and sister, if you are suffering today, it does not necessarily mean that you are in sin. If you are suffering today, it does not necessarily mean that you have too little faith in Christ Jesus. Maybe it be... It could be exactly the opposite. The more you are faithful to God, the more the battle against Satan intensifies. Look at the life of Daniel himself. Daniel was faithful to God in prayer. And for this he was thrown into the lion's den. Daniel's three friends were faithful to God, refusing idolatry. And for this they were thrown into the fiery furnace. And Jesus Christ himself, the Messiah, the Prince of Peace, chose to descend into the very furnace of this sinful world to obey to the Father. And here he was mocked, beaten, humiliated, and dragged to death on the cross. And this will also happen to you. Second Timothy 3 verse 12 Indeed, all who desire to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. But because the cross of Christ displays also the glory of the Savior, so we can trust that through our tribulation, God will keep us and will display His power and His loving care towards us. So we have to rejoice today. Because your reward that God is keeping for you in heaven is infinitely greater than our present tribulation. Blessed are those who weep because theirs is the kingdom of God. If today you are facing trials and tribulation for the cause of the gospel of Jesus Christ, then rejoice because eternal is the glory that is waiting for you. To conclude, Daniel also reminds us of the spiritual warfare today for three main reasons. Number one, awareness. You must be aware of the ongoing spiritual warfare so that you can pray every day. You can immerse yourself in the Holy Scripture every day. You can be sanctified by the Holy Spirit every day. 
You can enjoy the real life of the church and the fellowship among the sons in this local church. And you can be consecrated to God every day. Otherwise, you will be crushed by the enemy. Second place, solidarity. You must pray for the church that is really persecuted today in Afghanistan, in Korea, in Vietnam, in Africa. Support us, your brothers in Christ, as Italian believers, that maybe we are not persecuted physically, but we are persecuted politically and spiritually by the Roman Catholic Church in Italy. And number three, encouragement. God wants to encourage you today because many times you feel alone. You, you can, uh, maybe you are uh, feeling loneliness in Christian life, in your family, in your city, in your workplace. But you are not alone. You are not alone because, because God is with you. Daniel shows us today that before the throne of God there are thousands of brothers in Christ like you who are serving him faithfully. So don't give up but persevere in the faith. You are not alone in God's sight. And furthermore today God wants to encourage you because despite the apparent victory of evil in the world the last word belongs to God. The final judgment belongs to the Lord. And the eternal kingdom belongs to Jesus Christ, the Son of Man alone. So trust in His promises. Stay faithful to the Lord despite persecution. Only those who will endure until the end will receive the crown of life by the hand of God. And from Him will receive the eternal dominion of Jesus Christ. And if today you are not a believer, what, do, what you are waiting for? Trust and cast your life into the open arms of God the Father. Because He, he is taking care of you. He wants to forgive your sin. He wants to forgive your transgression. He wants to heal your rebellious heart. And want to pluck off your life from the brutal, beastly kingdom of the world. To plant your life uh, like a tree in your, the kingdom of the Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for the cleansing of our sin in the blood of Jesus Christ, our King and Savior, the Son of Man, the Eternal King. Thank you for saving us and transferring us from the brutal human kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, the kingdom of life, the kingdom of your promises and justice and peace and eternal uh, rest in Jesus Christ. Thank you because uh, despite the appearance of this brutal world, we can trust with all our heart in your gospel and see your holy hand at work in Italy, in uh, England, here in uh, Belvedere Church. We thank you for your faithfulness 
alone all these years and centuries. And we thank because before your throne there are thousands and thousands that who are serving you and worship you. And soon we will join them to worship you and to sing holy, holy, holy. He is the Lamb who are seated on the throne. We thank you for your word, for your gospel, and for the power of the Holy Spirit that assures our own hearts in your presence. Thank you, Jesus, for everything you have done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.